Spring is here and baseball is back. You can't forget the Derby. I love the hats. Do you have yours yet? My hat? I treated myself to a whole outfit. If you want to be able to treat yourself, then you should check out the Nest Savings Account at LGE Community Credit Union, where they want you to reach your savings goals faster. Take it from a pair of 680 The Fan wives. Head to lgeccu.org to find out what makes their team number one in Georgia. This is a 680 The Fan podcast. To hear more live and local sports content like this, tune into 680 AM or 93.7 FM or download The Fan app. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. A lifetime of hard work. Children laughing in the kitchen. Family photos on a restaurant wall. A legacy that lives on. It all comes from the power of a conversation. Like the one Tommy Hall had with First Horizon Bank about taking over his father's Charleston-based restaurant business. Now the table is set for a whole new generation. First Horizon Bank. Let's find a way. Go to firsthorizon.com slash Tommy. First Horizon Bank, member FDIC. We promised you college football conversation with one of the best, and we deliver here on Chuck and Chernoff. I love college football. Joining us right now, Barrett Salee. Check him out on the Smothered and Covered podcast, a longtime contributor at CBS Sports over the last few years, and now doing his own thing at Smothered and Covered. Barrett, how are you, man? I'm great. How are y'all? Doing great. We appreciate you hanging out with us today here on Chuck and Chernoff. And uh, Barrett, a lot of talk this week, obviously, about what's going on with the playoff and we know what the formula is for the next two years, but already they're screwing with it before they even play a single year of this. I had no problem with the 12-game formula that was put out there. I, I thought, okay, I like it. Everybody has a different level of incentive. If you're 9 to 12, you're just happy to be there. 5 to 8, you're getting to host. That's a big deal. 1 to 4, you get a buy. Conference champions are still valued. I liked basically every part of it. I don't like anything I'm hearing about the next wave here. What's your take? Well, I mean, I don't like it going to 14. I didn't like it going to 12. I didn't like it going to four. And I'd have much rather kept it at two uh, because there was absolutely nothing wrong with the BCS. However, you know, I think with this, it, it's not so much that they're expanding it again. I think we all sort of expected a slippery slope because that's what the public wanted back when it expanded to four. And, and this is a slippery slope, slope that we created. But the, the interesting part of, of what's going on is they're flat out telling you that it's all about access and finances and not about rewarding the best team on the field. And I've, I've said for years that any kind of expansion is about granting access, not rewarding excellence. And at least before they were operating under this guise that they really cared about who wins the national championship. But now it's clear that they don't, um, that they just want to chase the money. And the way they get the money is through granting access. And I mean, it's, if you're going to get four, automatic bids for one conference, SEC or Big Ten. You cannot sell me at any point that the fourth best SEC team has any right to even compete for a national championship because there, it doesn't. And um, if, if there is an argument for that, then the argument would also include the, that the regular season doesn't matter because at this point it doesn't. I think it's clear as day that, that they really only want to have a, four, a, a college football playoff event and they don't really – um, care about the regular season. And I think really when you break down the, the administrative aspects of this, 
it, it makes it pretty obvious because the playoff committee is and the playoff is a completely separate entity from the regular season folks, the NCAA and, and conferences. So, you know, it's a shame. I think it's ruining, uh, ruining what was once a great sport. And, and I, I tell you this, it, the focus on the playoff really is disappointing because to me as a fan, and I think for most college football players and fans, the reality is the enjoyment of the game comes from a lot of other things, not the national championship. And it's a shame that that those uh, portions and those aspects of the college football sport, the sport of uh, itself are, are basically being rendered as afterthoughts. Barrett Salee with us here on 680 The Fan. Barrett, we were talking Jaden and his pro prospects and all that before you came on. That's a different thing. Talk about his replacement, Garrett Nussmeyer, because like December of 22 is getting further and further and further away. And I remember the plays against Georgia. How is Garrett Nussmeyer going to elevate LSU past like a three-loss season, which is what they have with Jaden Daniels? Honestly, Chuck, I have absolutely no idea and no confidence that he can um, because Jaden's, you know, the ability to run was so big in terms of what Jaden did, but he's also an elite passer. And it kind of was the culmination. Last year was kind of the culmination of things that I thought about him coming out of high school because he was, you know, ready to be a starter, obviously, at Arizona State. He won the job coming out of his first fall camp. Um, And you saw just how good of a passer he is, you know, throughout the course of his career. um, And it culminated last year. So is Garrett Nussmeyer as good as Jaden as a pure passer? No. I mean, Garrett's good. Um, could he be great? Yeah, maybe, but he's nowhere near as polished as he needs to be. The, the thing about Garrett Nussmeyer, though, and, and really LSU in general, is how good does he actually have to be? Because Jaden Daniels had to be a Heisman Trophy caliber quarterback just to keep LSU competitive. Um, you know, if that defense takes a step forward, and I don't see how it could be any worse, then what they're going to ask Garrett Nussmeyer to do is going to be completely different. So I think from a running standpoint, he's more than a willing runner, um, but they're not going to try to use him like that. I think they'll They'll try to open things up. They'll try to make him, um, you know, an air raid style quarterback. And maybe that works. You know, it's complimentary football, right? So, you know, maybe that's all LSU needs if, if their defense takes a step forward. And like I said, I, I don't see how it could get much worse. And Barrett, when we're looking at the SEC in particular for next season, obviously with Jaden Daniels going to be gone from LSU, I would expect at least a small step back. Kalen DeBoer stepping in at Alabama for his first year. I would expect there to be a little bit of a fall off, at least in year one from under Nick Saban. Adding in Texas and Oklahoma now with what Ole Miss has done and all everything else in the offseason, how is the SEC looking to shake out in your mind for 2024? Yeah, you know, I think it's sort of a, a shakeup um, that I think was inevitable because Alabama is certainly going to take a step back. I mean, no matter who is the head coach, they're going to you know be a little bit more of a struggle by Alabama standards. But I think what, what we saw last year and the, and the most important part is that Texas is ready to compete in the SEC. You, know, you go back and watch that Alabama game. I've watched it multiple times. Texas whooped them on both lines of scrimmage, like absolutely punched them in the mouth consistently. And, and I think with, with, with that knowledge that Sark not only knows that's what's necessary, but also took steps to, um, to make it come, become reality last year, you know, that's, that's only going to continue because it's a, it's a major selling point for a lot of players. So I, I think, it's almost like the the battle, the, the the pecking order behind Georgia, and I still think it's Georgia, even though Alabama won the SEC last year. But that pecking order is sort of up in the air, and and the fact that Texas is the one that sort of um, 
really shaking things up and tells me that Texas is probably that next threat, that biggest threat to Georgia next year and, and probably beyond as well. So it's, um, you know, and, and as far as Ole Miss goes, man, I love that Ole Miss team. They only have to be average defensively, and that team can contend for a national championship because the weapons they have offensively, I mean, it is it is unreal. It is off the charts, and um, that's why Lane's going all in. I think a lot of coaches will, will, will look at situations and and change their philosophies based on um, on where they are. And I think Lane looked at his team um, and the expanded playoff and said, you know what, it's time to go all in. Let's see if we can win this darn thing. And um, the, the chips are setting up. The dominoes are setting up in, the, in their favor. So I can't wait to see what Ole Miss does. I think right now if I were to, to pick, um, you know, where Ole Miss is in this pecking order, I'd say they're above Alabama. Barrett Salee hanging with us here on Chuck and Chernoff on the Hobson and Hobson Newsmaker line. So, Barrett, if we say Georgia and Texas clearly won 1A right now in some order in the SEC and most people's perception, who's number three? I think it's Ole Miss. I think because I, I, a lot of people are focused on the loss of Quinshawn Judkins. I, I think that's sort of underselling Ulysses Bentley the fourth, and I think it's not really you know recognizing that Diggs is there too. Um, and, and so I think when you combine that with what we know from Jackson Dart, his ability to to make things happen on the ground, Trey Harris back at at wide receiver, they've got some monsters off the edge defensively. You know that that recipe, that Lane Kiffin recipe. Is for success is there. You know, that might not be the same recipe that other coaches use, but this is exactly the way that Lane wants to build his roster, and he's done it with players who can can play and have proven that they will play at an elite level. So uh, I think it's, it's definitely Ole Miss. Now, you know, a disclaimer, asterisk, so to speak, um, you know, we don't know what Alabama's roster is going to look like because the, <laughs> the fact that they've had everybody leave and nobody join is, means that there's going to be some – some movement after spring practice with Kalen DeBoer. But, you know, because he's not Nick Saban and because the roster has been depleted, I think it's impossible to say that right this very instant, Alabama deserves to be anywhere higher than fourth. But, again, that's subject to a lot of change, especially considering they're going to probably be the most active program out there uh, in the transfer portal, at least one of the most active programs out there in the transfer portal this spring. All right, Barrett, i got to ask this question. There's a pause at the end, and it's important. Um what is Hugh Freeze working with quarterbacks? Really? Like, what, what, what is he? Because he had a reputation. I'm looking around going, all right, he couldn't get anybody better than Peyton Thorne. And then the second year so far, there's a May portal period. No disrespect to a guy who's thrown for like 10,000 yards in college, but <laughs> this wasn't the idea. So what is Hugh Freeze really with quarterbacks? He's a guy that can make average quarterbacks effective, right? Um, but Peyton Thorne might not be an average quarterback. He might be a little bit below that line. Um, look, the dude made Bo Wallace and Chad Kelly he did. elite. He did. You know, that, that Malik Willis, a third-round pick. Made Malik Willis a third-round pick. So, to me, I think any criticism of Hugh Freeze from a quarterback development standpoint is really more of a criticism of Peyton Thorne than anybody else because uh, that that ability to – to make quarterbacks effective in his system is tried and true. I mean, it's undeniable. We've seen it. So not to pick on, on young men in college, but to me, that's, it's more Peyton Thorne just being a, a below average quarterback than it is maybe Hugh Freeze losing his touch because it's not like he was grooming NFL superstars. He, he didn't groom NFL superstars. 
He groomed college superstars. That's his job. That's why he's there, and he's really, really good at it. Um, so I think it's more of an indictment of Peyton Thorne. And honestly, it's surprising me that he's married to Peyton Thorne as much as he is right now. Because, I mean, look, Chuck, you and I know, uh, in the portal window last year, last winter, he had a superstar quarterback in the bag and lost him, uh, and we're not yep. going to say who it is, through no fault of his own. And so he did settle with Peyton Thorne, and I just don't know why he's married to him at this point. I got a question for you, Barrett. Going back to the SEC rankings, I noticed one team that was not mentioned in regards to three or four, and that is Missouri. I don't know if you just maybe don't buy into them a second year. You want to see Eli do it again. What do you think about for Missouri for 2024? Well, I just want to see the rushing attack. I mean, the balance was so good last year, and, and that's been a huge part of it. So what, is that balance achievable this year? You know, that, that's the one thing that's sort of, you know, holding me back from buying into Missouri. And look, we're the, four, the fifth best SEC team is still a top 25 team. So I still, you know, and I think Missouri is probably, that's where they would land. But I think right now it's just a little bit of wait and see if that offense can be yeah. as, as effective without the balance or trying to find the balance that was, was so desperately needed last year. And they found last year. So I think that's it. Um, but, you know, like I said, you're, you're talking about a, the fifth best team in the SEC will be a top 25 team, maybe even a top 20 team. So uh, it's not really disrespect to Missouri as, as it is, you know, where else can you put them at this point? Yeah, it's, it's one of the things that's fascinating, Bert, is because, again, you've got – you could make a case between three and seven or eight, really shake them up yeah. in a bag, depending on what you think of LSU. Can they fix their defense? You just touched on Missouri, obviously Ole Miss, and there, there's a lot of possibilities there. It's going to be – a a really fascinating year, and we just don't know what Oklahoma is either to see what they are in the SEC. That middle tier is, is going to be fascinating. Tell people again, for, for those who don't know about the new project, what you've got going. It's got a revisit of something you did in the past, but tell people what you got cooking here. Yeah, it's College Football Smothered and Covered. had a very successful SEC podcast called SEC Smothered and Covered that I was forced to give up in 2018. So brought it back, covering it nationally instead of uh, just regionally. Uh, and it's been a lot of fun going independent. It's, um, it's, it's a lot of challenge. Uh, it's a lot of, a lot of challenging different nooks and crannies and things that I haven't really had to deal with in my past, but, uh, doing a, doing a great job. Fan response has been phenomenal. Uh, so you can watch it, uh, college football smothered and covered on YouTube and rumble and listen to it on Apple podcast, Spotify, YouTube music, all those other places as well. So we try to do it every single day. Um, not, you know, hasn't, haven't been able to live up to that for a lot of different reasons, just because, uh, of some personal stuff and some uh, old age stuff, so to speak, tearing up my knee um, while I was skiing. But uh, it's been a lot of fun so far, and I'm, I'm very happy with how, it, uh, how it's been received and uh, looking forward to building it into something better as well. well we wish, uh, wish you all the best with that and certainly encourage everybody to check that out again. Follow Barrett on all the different platforms. Thanks for being with us here on Chuck and Chernoff, Barrett. Thanks, y'all. See you. All right, there you go, Barrett Salih, a little college football conversation. Spring is here and baseball is back. You can't forget the Derby. I love the hats. Do you have yours yet? My hat? I treated myself to a whole outfit. If you want to be able to treat yourself, then you should check out the Nest Savings Account at LGE Community Credit Union, where they want you to reach your savings goals faster. Take it from a pair of 680 The Fan wives. Head to lgeccu.org to find out what makes their team number one in Georgia. 
Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. This is a 680 The Fan podcast. To hear more live and local sports content like this, tune into 680 AM or 93.7 FM or download The Fan app. Support for Extra 106.3 comes from Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy, celebrating their 35th anniversary and offering gift cards in-store and online. You can discover Mother's Day and anniversary presents online at Natural Body Spa and Skin Remedy at naturalbody.com. Spring is here and baseball is back. You can't forget the derby. I love the hats. Do you have yours yet? My hat? I treated myself to a whole outfit. If you want to be able to treat yourself, then you should check out the Nest Savings Account at LGE Community Credit Union, where they want you to reach your savings goals faster. Take it from a pair of 680 The Fan wives. Head to lgeccu.org to find out what makes their team number one in Georgia. The fan is ready for brave season. Are you? 3-1 smoked high in the air, deep center field, and heading for the horizon. A home run by Olsen. We're streaming every game of the Braves 2024 season free on the 680 The Fan app. So make sure you download it now and don't miss a pitch of the Braves this season.